Welcome to South Carolina Launch's CEO podcast, where we hear from CEOs on their entrepreneur experience. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the SC Launch CEO broadcast. I'm Cole Dudley, Director of Industry Solutions for SCRA, and it's my sincere pleasure today to welcome Harold Singletary, who's the founder and CEO of Brightmaw Farms. Harold, thank you for coming and sharing some of your stories with us. Well, Cole, it's always amazing to be in your presence and the team of SERA. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for the invitation, and I'm looking forward to a great conversation. Well, everyone, it's been my sincere pleasure to meet and work with Harold. He has an incredible story of his legacy and his vision for Brightmaw. So, Harold, if you would please share that with us. Yeah, and uh, not to take up all the time, but give a, a short overview. You know, there's a family legacy that leans into our brand legacy at Brightmaw Farms. Uh, Brightmaw uh, was an ancestor of mine. She was a, in 1865. She was a, enslaved on the Balls Buckhall Plantation in Cordsville, South Carolina. Uh, and at 25 year, years old, she uh, later um, was released and uh, put her hands in the soil where we launched our company. Uh, Bright Ma was known as Katie Hayward as a government name, but to her descendants, we called her Bright Ma. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Bright Ma Farms and a fifth generation descendant of Katie Hayward. Uh, I truly can say my entrepreneurial spirit came down from uh, generation to generation of ancestors. My grandparents, Ned and Katie Roper, were native farmers uh, on John James Island, South Carolina. Uh, and this was during the Jim Crow era. So um, very difficult times for African-Americans. Uh, they understood their trade, but lacked access to higher learning opportunities as well as uh, wealth creation opportunities. Um, but this land uh, where Brightmaw Farms launched in 2018 uh, was where Brightmaw literally first was, was the first one to put her hands in the soil. So um, we quickly realized we should adopt her to honor my family legacy, but also to convey the organization mission and vision for no one knows this land uh, better than those who have farmed it for generation. Um, so I'm excited to have that family legacy, which is also documented in a book written by Ed Ball um, titled Sla uh, Slaves in the Family. Um, my mother, aunt, and grandmother were also on an Oprah Winfrey show in 1996 with author Ed Ball discussing that book. Um, there's a exhibit in the Smithsonian African and Voices exhibit that has my family in it as well, and uh, documenting this legacy of perseverance. So um, here we are as Bright Mouth Farms launched in 2018. Uh, we are a vertically integrated minority-owned veteran hemp group, and our corporate office is in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, we launched with a 10-acre indoor grow campus in Coorsville, South Carolina, but at the turn of the year, recently acquired 85 acres that I'm excited to talk about uh, new development, where we're going to have our innovation center for breeding uh, and industrial hemp processing. So just a short story of the family legacy uh, and our brand legacy has us in place and position to be industrial hemp stakeholders for South Carolina. So our future is bright. Certainly is, Harold. And I'd like you, as your ancestors overcame a lot of challenges, talk about the challenges that you've overcome and this broad sleeping vision you have for the future of hemp in South Carolina. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, for my team, you know, Cole, you know, we, we are very proactive and, you know, 
I set a, a, a basis for us to always test drive dreams, right? Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So we try to be high speed and low drag in everything that we do. Um, a, a part of it is looking at challenges or failures as opportunities to grow. Um, and in this nascent industry, there were several pitfalls. Um, we experienced a few of them early on because, you know, just like in um, cannabis or, or hemp going live, where were the genetics coming from? Um, they weren't stable. So we quickly realized to control our destiny, um, we had to control the genetics, the seed going into ground in the ground to bring us value um, and, and, and success early. Um, so a part of that was being able to control that, add uh, partnerships that would bring value to this uh, economy and to farmers. Um, several farmers have had to burn their fields based on not meeting a 0.3% THC threshold, which keeps the plant considered hemp. Um, and so we have uh, reached across the pond uh, in Switzerland, uh, to be exact, and we have uh, partnered with Pure Gene AG, who are uh, world-renowned scientists in genetic um, you know, prediction. Uh, we are basically using AI, machine learning technologies to take traits from this plant and allow uh, various vertical disruption to happen just with this miracle plant. Um, so apart for Brightma was realizing the gaps within supply chain issues, genetic issues, and being able to pivot. Um, you know, part of our growth so fast as a small company was tapping into our network, such as having SCRA or SC Compete, um, university uh, relationships with the HBCU consortium, historically black colleges and universities, um, also working closely with Clemson and CUI CAR to open doors and create conversations around um, verticals that people aren't considering for climate smart technologies that will implement uh, changes in narrative, uh, allow people to have uh, access to supply chains and deliverables. So, you know, for us, it was uh, trying to create a transformative model based on principles of integrity, transparency, uh, compliance, and social environmental sustainability. We call it our triple bottom line, people, planet, profit. Yes, Harold, it's been very impressive to watch what you've developed here, not only from the triple bottom line, but how you've embraced the entire challenge from the genetics to, I know you're working with South Carolina State on the techniques to implement farming of the crop in South Carolina, to working with the processors of the industrial fiber to the actual end uses and end customers. So um, what you're developing with the innovation campus, you just recently mentioned the yes. five acres in the Orangeburg area. Uh, tell us just a little more about your next steps and the future. Yes, sir. Um, this is an amazing time for us at Bright Mile Farms. Um, you know, we were blessed to have in our network people that understand the leverage of uh, the family legacy, the brand legacy, and our mission to, you know, create opportunities, uh, especially for underrepresented and underserved uh, minority farmers who are pretty much displaced. Um, we sit at a table that many of them can't, um, and we want them to farm as a business and not farm for survival. Um, you know, having a finance and accounting background, I understand, you know, various components of creating the foundation for success in business. Um, and having a team around me and, and also organizations such as SCRA. Um, but, you know, that big, the big center is what we're calling it the Brightmont Innovation Center. 
Uh, it will house our breeding innovation technologies backed by Pure Gene AG. Uh, it will also be the first and only industrial hemp processing site in the state of South Carolina and in the Southeast. Um, we have been working with Ford Motor Company over the last two years um, with a hemp fiber R&D. So we look to create material composites that can go into automotive and aeronautical space. Uh, we've worked with CUI car um, with uh, a grant under using uh, hemp as a feedstock for biofuel. Um, we're looking to aggregate and uh, bring a value to paper, textile, um, biofuel, composites, and so many more lanes. Um, but to do that, we have to create, um, you know, motivational experiences for everyone. I could tell you in our state, BMW, Volvo, uh, Boeing, they use hemp fibers, but they're going over to Germany and Munich and uh, in Europe where they have the uh, infrastructure in place and supply chain. Um, but we are here to aggregate a change in that narrative by building our very own. Um, so private, public government, we all have to come together um, to navigate this space. And I look to have South Carolina as a leader in um, producing enough hemp uh, to create opportunities for all. I love that vision too, Harold. And definitely we're striving to make South Carolina a leader in different spaces. Um, maybe you could describe a little bit your relationship with SCRA and how that has helped along the journey. Yeah, it's from day one of us meeting, I think we were, you know, at a red carpet event for Clemson at one of their satellite farm sites. And um, Bright Mom, we presented and planted a seed. And um, just having your thought leadership in the room was amazing because you understood it, you know, coming from uh, generational farmers as well. Uh, you're not afraid of getting your hands dirty. And, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, we are we are farmers. Uh, we just go about it in a different way and we bring solutions, um, you know, but SCRA has been amazing to work with. Uh, we were awarded a demo grant with you guys. We look to expand territories uh, again in navigating spaces. SCRA has quickly um, championed Brightma. You've opened doors for conversations. Um, we've been on... Uh, uh, you know, summits with you, automotive summits and speaking opportunities, and the only ag tech company sitting in the room with hundreds of tier one manufacturers that understood where we were coming from. And our government is uh, opening doors to demand smarter climate technologies. And, you know, what we have as a blueprint will be a leader um, in navigating this space. Um, but I cannot speak highly enough about the relationships and uh, networking through SCRA that has made this vision board of mine seem, uh, you know, um, taking the, I guess, the complexity of it and make it accessible, desirable, and tangible uh, at the same time applicable. So um, it's been a great relationship. Our future is bright at Brightmouth Farms, and we're excited to have SCRA on our side. Well, Harold, I appreciate those kind words and Thank you so much for sharing and allowing SCRA to be part of this journey that you're on. I'm fully convinced that Brightmaw's future is very bright and will have a significant impact. And I look forward to you taking this from a test drive of a dream to putting the dream on the racetrack, which you're well. Yes, well, I appreciate you so much, Cole. Thanks as well for always uh, giving support and, and adding value to uh, an amazing opportunity. And uh, we're going to bridge all the gaps together. So, again, thanks for having me and uh, continue doing uh, amazing things at SCRA. Thank you.